Hello and welcome to Design Untangled with me, Chris Mears and Carla Lindarte. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are you? Yep, good, tired. I've been um, practicing 90s songs on my ukulele all weekend, so my fingers are very tired out. Wow, that's cool. I didn't know you could play that. Still quite amateurish, but I can strum along to a few cheesy pop tunes. That's all you need, really. That's good. One of my resolutions is to go back and play guitar again. So, yeah, I just am finding it hard to get motivated in January. I think everyone, everyone does. Yeah, I didn't know you played the guitar. Yeah, I used to play it. Like, I used to play it quite well, but I just forgotten. I think I'm just getting old, forgotten everything. So I want to kind of remind myself about how to play guitar and read music and stuff. Yes. So um, today we are going to talk about something that um, a lot of people hate, which is um, design critiques, right? Like listening mm-hmm. to people criticizing your work have you experienced that before chris no because my work is always excellent so there's nothing to be criticized about it oh my god you're such a liar (laughs) (laughs) wow um i actually think that uh to be a good designer you have to be humble and um you always have to listen to other people chris so mm, not sure how good of a designer you are then if you don't like people to give you feedback well i do like hearing about how good my designs are like i welcome that feedback anything else they can keep it to themselves though <laughs> feedback is a gift and um well i'm not like chris i've actually been criticized quite a lot about the work i've done before and i actually thank people who've done that because it is um it is great to get feedback uh, from peers from people who have more experience than you. Um, believe it or not, I think it's great to get feedbacks as a UX designer from UI designers and developers, um, because it's always um you you see things in different ways and they see it more for, like the vision center will see it more from a brand perspective. The developers would potentially have better ideas of how the interaction could be done from a front-end perspective. So um, showing your work is important and to being able to process the feedback is also really important. Um, so I read quite a good article recently from Jared Spool about some of the best practices that the people doing the critiquing could follow to make the process a bit more effective. Um, and I think that's definitely worth a read and we can probably talk about some of those on this episode as well. Uh, So some of it is just kind of letting the person kind of take you on the journey, which is a phrase I love so much that I always put it in air quotes. But you, as a critiquer, you need to kind of elicit from that designer kind of what their thought process was, what alternatives they looked at to produce the design, and just understand kind of how they arrived at their end solution. Some people who are a bit more seasoned at presenting back their designs will be able to deliver that story as part of the presentation of their design. But as a critiquer, you can also help the designer by sort of stepping them through their thought process a little bit. Yeah, that's super important. And yeah, not just when when you're asking for feedback, but also when you're like pitching or 
um, you know, just overall presenting your work to stakeholders is, is great to show the design process and the thought process, as you said. Um, it's also like for people, I actually used to work in an environment where uh, feedback wasn't a thing. Like people just did the work and because I wasn't surrounded by a lot of designers, like things kind of like get got approved or, you know, done quite easily if you think about it because didn't have much of a senior like um you know people around me like really looking at the design and I actually think that is really bad for you as a designer you always need to be seeking that um and being able and even if um you know even if you don't like it because you obviously might get some positive feedback as Praise us like always very positive but when you get negative <laughs> feedback <laughs> you might not like it and as you said take it personally etc but you always i really really recommend all designers to go out there and show their work like if you work in a team environment just like create a, like like a kind of a ri- ritual you know you can go and perhaps every friday showcase of your work like to different people or different like peers um or if it's just if you're more comfortable with one-on-ones so just try to book a, a meeting like once a month with someone who works with you or someone outside as well you can find mentors um you can find people outside your work as well to to be able to give you feedback because um you always see things from one perspective and and it, it is really good to to get other people to talk about your work yeah i guess you're out of your head a little bit i think and the thing people mm. are scared of is standing in front of a group of people showing what you've you know worked laboriously on for however long it is and then just getting torn to shreds basically that it's kind of like the public speaking fear really isn't it um yeah and i think the takeaway from that is okay that might happen but if it does it's a sign that either the people doing the critique are not doing it in a constructive way which is a different issue not related to you personally or it's a sign that maybe you need to just develop how you're presenting that design back so that you can lead people through kind of your whole thought process and design process and communicate to them a bit better why you've done things the way you have so take it as a learning experience I'd say and not just go home and cry yeah I actually think like in my experience pitching in the past for example when you go and pitch an idea for to get to win a project or you know in like in the design you know consultancy space when you have um very disengaged people you would normally don't get much feedback so it means that you just present the work and everything, everyone is like, yeah, yeah, very good. It's just because I think, in my experience, people are not really engaged with it um, and they yeah. just like, just want the meeting over. So sometimes getting like hammered by a client or a person, like asking them lots of questions and like, you know, questioning you and your thought process is potentially uh, a sign that they actually really like it and really engage with what you're doing so just focus on you know um, if you have a thorough process in your mind and you can explain and justify your design decisions and also be open to change and kind of listen to what people are saying to you and and capture that feedback and be able to action on it um i think that's what you you should keep positive thinking that you've done your best 
to deliver it what you just delivered but and then that might mean also that the person like looking at it is actually quite engaged with the with the work yeah and I think the other kind of positive way you could look at it is by receiving that feedback assuming that it is actually constructive you've moved the design on and it's better than it was before you went in so although your original stab at it maybe wasn't the optimal solution at least from the critique you've received you can take all that input on board and actually make it even better and ultimately it's you as the designer that will make those changes so just take everyone's points on board fold it into your own design process add your spin on it and you can still have ownership of it but I think having all those other inputs actually is a good thing as well yeah you don't have to change at all because also that also like looks that you're not very sure about what you're doing if you just say yes to everything and try to adapt it to whatever your you know the person is talking to you about is saying um I think also it shows a, some kind of immaturity as a designer because you're not you don't trust yourself and you don't yep. trust your, the quality of your work so it has to be a quite a, like a fine balance between listening to feedback that you think is constructive and is going to make your design be much better but also making sure that you also stick to your own um you know in, in your own um I don't know how to say that in English your own thoughts like stick with it um rather than just giving up for if you if you if you're being criticized so you have to be stronger I think humble designers but also the ones that can really um believe in their in in their decisions are the most successful ones if you just like push over and try to please everyone your designs is never going to have consistency yeah I think being able to say no is definitely one of the more advanced kind of levels of receiving a design critique um and ideally that no should be backed up by kind of logical reasons not just because you don't like the look of their face and you don't want to do it it should be based on actual design decisions with design rationale behind it. Yeah, mm-hmm. ideally that will be stuff like user testing or data or whatever, um, rather than just a blanket no. But yeah, being able to stand up for yourself and your designs is definitely another aspect of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just spot on, like using, not using user testing feedback, but a way of justifying your decisions, um, especially when you have difficult stakeholders or like if you have a creative director like trying to change your work or something like that, it's also using the feedback of data to back it up. Um, you really spot on that. It's really useful. And the more you know about your users and what they want and what they're looking for in the design you're putting together, the more likely you're going to like you know push your designs through um but yeah I mean I I think it's also important that you as a designer critique um all the people's work as well so you get used to the the process like both ways um and if you don't have the opportunity to critique all the work or like because for example your junior in the team don't have anyone like you know that you want to that you've been asked to provide feedback to um you can also like um start uh doing a lot of like app critiques that's really really common in like companies like facebook i know and also google like just 
going and let's say you know let's do a design critique a week as an exercise as a team and then you get Spotify how you make it better um, or you get you know city map or how you make it better that is really useful as a designer also for you so, to, so you start like getting used to um, critiquing design I also practicing for job interviews because they're going to ask you to do that as well in some interviews so I think that's another way. Um, I think it has to be both ways. You have to be good at uh, critiquing other people's work as well as receiving the feedback. What do you think about, for instance, a junior designer critiquing a senior UX designer's work? I think the more you do that, the better. And I mean, my experience, as you start getting older and as you start doing the less and kind of managing more and doing more meetings and stuff like that and the young people in my opinion sometimes actually are more up to date or know about things you don't know about or they're more innovative or you know or um, have very good ideas so you shouldn't like close yourself as a manager or as a more like mid or uh, um, mid-level designer or like senior designer just to kind of don't listen to the juniors feedback because I think everyone's feedback should be welcome everyone and I do believe that truly and I when I was managing design teams and stuff like that I was always I was always open from everyone's feedback because I think we everyone is really talented you know and if you surround yourself by talented people you may as well listen to them <laughs> otherwise yep. you know um, you never learn and I, I actually think the a lot of the things I've learned in my life has been from junior people, you know, people who, for example, come from different backgrounds and just started in design or, you know, people who used to run their own business and startup and then start in a design consultancy or something. You know, they, they have to the bring different perspectives. And I think you should listen to everyone, don't you think? Yep, absolutely. Um, to be honest, like I've never experienced where, a senior designer is presenting something and a junior designer critiques it and the senior designer like drop kicks them in the face. Like I've never seen that. I think a lot of people's anxiety over critiques is probably a lot in their own head, as long as you're not in a rubbish company, obviously. But generally speaking, my experience has been quite positive and they've been quite safe spaces, I suppose, to just discuss design. UX designers, I think, as a species, you know, we've got at least a little bit of empathy, hopefully, because of the role we're in. Um, I also think that there's sometimes I've experienced, not not personally, but I've seen a lot of friction sometimes from between visual designers and UX designers when you have a big team. Because um, visual designers, we have a different opinion and, and blah, blah, blah. And then sometimes it gets a bit personal. That happened to me when I was at Sapien once. So just getting like, you know actually designers like competing with their design stuff like that I actually think that's like really negative um to the outcome if that makes sense I think the more you collaborate and work together the better you're gonna you know the better the outcome is going to be if you just start competing and like showing you know who is right am I right are you right or or no I read these user testing feedback in a different way and I think you're wrong and my design is the winner I think that that attitude is not great for design design is all about collaboration and listening to each other and trying to do the best for the user 
it's not about like you know showing their your egos you know to other people so in terms of these things actually happening have you got any suggestions for how you could introduce them to an organization that doesn't really currently do very much of this well, as I kind of mentioned an example before, you could start creating these like ideal talks about rituals in terms of design. So it's like things that you do constantly um, to kind of show your work or show what you're passionate about. Like, for example, at Sapien, we used to do like every week, we used to do a breakfast meeting and every week we someone would talk about what they inspire them for example if you know if you don't want to talk about specifically um your own work you can start slow by just presenting about you know stuff that you like and then people to you know to talk to you give you feedback ask you questions and then slowly you can then say okay i developed these you know why from let's just in in that same meeting so trying to do it like constantly and openly and invite everyone to slowly do the same so then people start getting more used to it if it becomes a big thing uh, something that you do you know a review rather than a feedback process or a feedback exercise I think that is when you get more anxious about it um you basically what I, I would encourage people to do is just create that safe space that it could be around like a you know cup of tea every Monday morning or you know lunch and learn kind of thing or something that um, is a bit more constant so people get used to that and don't see it as a you know this big thing that you have to get together and prepare for people to have a look at your work I think that's the best way you can kind of start creating that culture yeah, I think that's key. The reg- the regularity of it as well just gives you more exposure to it, which reduces, you know, the panic, like you say, and the anxiety of having to do it. And it also lets you see how other designers present their work so that you can learn from them mm. as well. As with yeah. all of this stuff, it once it becomes part of the culture of the company, it's just not really a big deal anyway. And it's just part of your job and not something that you wake up in sweats about yeah exactly you actually start looking forward to it because you want to show you're proud of what you're doing and you want to see what people have to say about it and sometimes and and then you learn something as well you see like if you think about it it's like all the different perspectives that you could have to make your time better that should be a positive and you should look forward to it I know it's difficult at the beginning but it the more you do it the more you get used to it I also think like if you're in an agency or a design consultancy or something like that, when there is an opportunity to pitch, pitch work or get involved in pitches, I think that is a great, is a, is a sometimes harsh, but some but great way of learning um, to get feedback and seeing what clients are actually expecting. Um, of course, if you're in a company and is, um, you know, you're the designer of a company, it's different because well, obviously you need to pitch your ideas and you need to pitch your your um, your designs to your senior stakeholders or decision makers. But still, like if you're in an agency, going putting together a concept, going and presenting it and getting feedback from a client, I I think that's what the, I've learned the most, really, because it's it is very powerful to see how people, you know, could potentially destroy your ideas. But um, at the end of the day, you learn lots. So it's been quite a long time since I've done any actual pitching, but it was quite rare that we got 
any feedback sort of in the room. It always came back, you know, after they'd reviewed other companies' pitches and stuff like that. So has it been your experience that you present something and then they just rinse it at the end? Yeah, well, as I was saying before, in my experience, when I pitch, um, you know, an, an idea concept or, you know, a user journey, a prototype, whatever, to a client and they didn't engage much, they didn't ask many questions, it meant that either we knew that we were going to win the work anyway, so... <laughs> That yeah. <laughs> and the pitch was just a formality or it was because they didn't like it or they didn't think it was good yeah. the, 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 the times have been grilled with like lots of questions I remember I did a pitch for M&S I think you were there at that time I I thought you know that was the worst pitch I've ever done in my life because they asked me so many questions they said but what about this what about that what about that and then we won it it was mm-hmm. because the stakeholders were really interested and they wanted to find holes um, in your design and then they were basically testing whether or not we thought about all the different angles of the problem. So I think um, it all depends on the kind of pitch and it all depends on the client, but most of the times I've always had lots of questions. Um, they're not necessarily critique per se. They won't say, I don't like the green there or I don't like that button is too big. They will be just asking you questions about your thought process. So that's what, going back to your point before of like making sure as a designer you know or at least try to know as many angles as possible from you know from the design process that you follow. Yeah. Um, the more prepared you're going to be for that grading at the end of the pitch. <laughs> Um, there was one other kind of side benefit to these things that I was thinking of, which is if you're in a larger team, you might not always be aware of some of the stuff other teams are working on. So it's actually, as well as just critiquing some designs, it's also a good way sometimes just to see what everyone else is up to and see if there's any alignment yeah. you can have between your projects. So there is that aspect of it, which is quite positive. Yeah, definitely. And you learn um, their ways of working as well. You might find out that people are doing something, um, you know, following a process that it would save you lots of time or they created a, you know, a new set of like, um, you know, the design system that you could actually reuse for your project. So yeah. I think sharing is, 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 a, is one of the most important things in a design kind of studio environment um and it's actually believe it or not really hard to achieve um if you obviously work for a big agency or big organization like the sharing is really hard but the more you try to encourage it as a team and try to like book those meetings and uh, trying to really seek feedback and like find other things that the richer is going to be your design in the future Yep, absolutely. So I think that is all I have on design critiques because it's 26 minutes long. (laughs) Oh, yes, 26 minutes long. Okay, well, that's all I had too. (laughs) Uh, But again, if you have any questions or feedback, go to the Slack group or just find us on LinkedIn or whatever. We're happy to answer any questions. Until next time. Okay, bye-bye. Search and subscribe to Design Untangled using your favorite podcast app and leave us a review. Follow us on the web at designuntangled.co.uk or on Twitter at Design Untangled. Become a better designer with online mentoring at uxmentor.me.